0: Good morning, my beautiful friend. Welcome to May 17th. If you are listening on schedule, and if you aren't, welcome to whatever day it is you are tuning in. Hey, no matter what day it is, one thing is for sure this day of life is a gift. You've been given it to do something with, and I sure hope you choose to do something amazing with it. You're off to a good start already by joining me here, and I want to really Emphasize this today that this message today, I don't know who it's for, but I know for certain it is for somebody out there because I had this entire message recorded, edited, ready to be uploaded, and something happened with my computer and the episode was gone. And I am now re-recording the entire episode. And I know that that is the enemy's attempt to discourage me and maybe to even have me decide to change plans on this. But no, I'm going forward with this episode because I know that means it's got to be powerful for somebody out there. All right, so let's get started. This week's episode of the Faith Your Day devotional podcast is called He's Rooting For You. The other night I was watering my house plants and anyone who knows me knows that I have an affection for tropical house plants and for some reason they really seem to flourish in my care. I've got one plant in particular that's gotten so big in my home that it actually can't be moved out of the room that it's in because it won't fit through a doorway anymore. But I've got a lot of plants. I really take good care of them and one in particular, this snake plant. Um, Now, if you don't know what a snake plant is, Google it because it's really not as creepy as it sounds. It's actually a very common house plant, a tropical one that you probably recognize. But this one plant was getting too tall. And what I did was I divided it and repotted it a couple years ago. And ever since I did that, for some reason, it just hasn't rooted properly. It's got these tiny spindly little roots trying to support this great big tall stalk. And what's happening is the roots aren't strong enough to support it. And every time I even adjust the pot or twist it slightly towards the light, whatever happens, it wants to completely topple out of the pot because the roots just aren't able to support it. Now, it looks healthy, but I know that any sudden move is going to send this thing onto the floor. And that made me think of Jesus's parable when he was talking about the parable of the sower, because in that parable, there are a few instances where he refers to roots and it got me thinking about that. So I went back, read that parable again, and I knew I had to write something about it. So for Whoever this is for, Jesus wants to get this message out to you. Let's go ahead and start by reading uh, the parable of the sower. And it shows up in three different spots in the Bible. It shows up in Matthew chapter 13, Mark chapter 4, and Luke chapter 8. And I'm going to read today from Matthew 13, verses 3 to 9. Then he told them many things in parables, saying, Still, other seed fell on good soil where it produced a crop, a hundred, sixty, or thirty times what was sown. Whoever has ears, let them hear. The parable of the sower gives us four scenarios in regards to the seeds that are sown, and each of them can be connected to the root of the plant and what is rooted in us as well. We know that Jesus used parables as opportunities to teach his wisdom and word through scenarios that a crowd would be able to mentally envision and relate to through everyday experiences. The parable of the sower is a fantastic example of that method of teaching, for it reveals to us our ways like a mirror reveals the face of the onlooker. So here were the four scenarios that the seeds in this parable could encounter. First, some fell along the path and the birds came to eat them. Second, some fell on rocky ground where there was little soil. Third, some of the seeds fell among thorn bushes. And fourth, some seeds fell in good soil. Now, if we were to simply read those four cases, this whole parable might be brushed over. At first glance, you might think that there isn't really too much wisdom buried here. How exactly does that relate to us? How can Jesus' teachings that day mean something to us today? Well, to really get the full significance of it, we actually need to read the follow-up to this parable where Jesus explains the parable of the sower. So this time I'm going to read from Luke chapter 8 verses 11 to 15. And this is what the parable means. The seed is the word of God. The seeds that fell along the path stand for those who hear, but the devil comes and takes the message away from their hearts in order to keep them from believing and being saved. The seeds that fell on rocky ground stand for those who hear the message and receive it gladly, but it does not sink deep into them. They believe only for a while, but then the time of testing comes and they fall away. The seeds that fell among thorn bushes stand for those who hear, But the worries and riches and pleasures of this life crowd in and choke them, and their fruit never ripens. The seeds that fell in good soil stand for those who hear the message and retain it in a good and obedient heart, and they persist until they bear fruit. My sister, there is a whole lot of wisdom and goodness revealed to us in those four verses. Let's start analyzing our roots, shall we? First, we had the seeds that fell along the path those were the seeds that were picked up by the birds right here jesus is revealing to us a case where these seeds never even had a chance to take fruit in our own lives we have to be wary of this because my dear the devil will do anything in his power to allow the word of god to never hit your ears he will send distraction after distraction and false promise after false promise to ensure that your seeds never even get a chance to take root. He'll make sure that you are focused on so many other things, and the enemy never wants Jesus' word to become your focus. Secondly, we had the seeds that fell on rocky ground where there was little soil. Who are they among us? Well, these seeds stand for those who hear the message and receive it gladly, but it doesn't sink deep into them. They believe only for a while, but then when the time of testing comes, they fall away. And doesn't that sound like how we are sometimes? We put on a good front at times. We make things look like we've got it all pulled together and going on. We jump onto that Jesus bandwagon and we show that we have lots of faith. But then when the real difficulties in life come, which always happen we get ourselves all torn up because we feel like in some way we've been betrayed it's almost like at times society kind of leads us to believe that bad things don't happen to good people and if we're good christians and we're you know focusing on the right things that we've been misguided to believe that if we invite christ into our lives then it's all rainbows and unicorns from thereon out. And we know that's wrong. That's not the promise that Jesus made. Jesus makes the promise that we will go through storms, but he promises that he will be with us while we go through the storms. And the anchor that saves us during those storms, well, that's the deep roots that hold us and that are centered around God's word and teachings. Third, we had seeds that fell amongst the thorn bushes. And these seeds stand for those who hear, but the worries and riches and pleasures of life crowd in and choke them, and their fruit never ripens. And I bet we can all identify with these seeds at points in our own lives times where we've let worldly things take over our focus and attention, times where we were more concerned with acquiring wealth or status or a certain image or likability than we were with taking root and being held by what really matters. Times where we allowed worry and anxiety and uncertainty to rob us from our ability to grow in faith. Times we dismissed God's promises because they just didn't seem to be what was what we thought we needed to save us in our present reality. Girl, please do not allow what is here today and gone tomorrow to separate you and distract you from Christ. Please don't allow what society deems as important and trendy to focus on right now to distract you from bearing the good fruit that you are destined to bear. You have greatness ready to be unleashed and Satan will do all he can to entice you with what will ultimately Choke your potential, purpose, and all that is possible for you. Don't just look good on the outside. Ensure that your inside is a perfect environment for the fruit of the Spirit to grow and flourish. And lastly, we have the seeds that fell into good soil. And remember that these stand for those of us who hear the message and retain it in a good and obedient heart, living it out and trying to pursue it so that it can bear that good fruit. My friend, God has got possibilities for you that exceed anything you could ever imagine or do on your own. His blessings that He's stored up for you are beyond your wildest dreams. But unless you are properly rooted in the wisdom of His word and acting on that wisdom, you won't be able to bear that good fruit. Becoming obedient. Disciplined and focused on what really matters and on trying to live out the practices that God sets up for us in Scripture. That is what will allow us to grow strong in faith. And unlike that plant of mine that looks healthy but can't stand up on its own, we know that if we anchor ourselves in Jesus and the roots can grow deep, our roots can grow deep. We will be able to stand firm in all of the storms and winds and reins of our life because we have the proper foundation to keep us upright. Sure, we are going to get knocked down. We will get beat down at times and worn out as we go along this journey called life. But strong roots will ensure we don't stay down. They'll ensure that we can get back up and start to hold ourselves up, supported by God's love. So now I ask you, How are your roots, my sister? Do your roots run deep and wide, or are they shallow and sparse and make you susceptible to tipping over? What are you rooted in? Are you rooted in things eternal, such as faith, the good news of Jesus, the promises of God, and the teachings of the gospel? Or are you rooting yourself in worldly things that are temporary, wealth or gaining fame or societal rank or the opinions of others? Do you have quality soil beneath your feet to ground yourself in when the storms of life come? Are you referring to scripture every day? Are you connecting in prayer? Are you listening to sermons or anchoring yourselves in verses from the Bible and promises from God Is truth that will save you in those times where life gets tough and So many people seem to topple over and just can't get back up. Are you really building habits that will lead you to stability? Or is it all a facade, a healthy appearance that won't be able to withstand a sudden move? Are you working on building strong roots that will stabilize you when times get tough? Deep roots that will be able to nourish you and ensure that you can bear fruit, even in times of societal drought? roots that are quenched by God's truth, love, and peace. Hey, my friend, this right now would be an awesome time to pray for that kind of strength, that kind of root system in our own lives. So let's do that together, all right? Hey, Lord, thank you for this day of life. Thank you for bringing us together in an opportunity where we can discuss your teachings and know your love. Lord, we know that you want to give us the strongest foundation, roots that go deep, roots that go wide, and roots that will be able to withstand the storms that will come in our life. And Lord, you've told us where to find the nourishment that's going to allow us to grow those kinds of roots. That kind of root is grown through feeding on your word and and being nourished by your promises. And Lord, just let us be aware today that we need to check in. We need to go back. We need to constantly remind us of those promises because that is what will allow us to establish a system, a foundation of roots that, that will withhold us upright in so many of life's challenges. And Lord, we just thank you today for everyone listening. I know that there are people all over listening to this in different circumstances, different realities, and different aspects of what today means for them. And Lord, I just ask for your blessing, for your protection, for your guidance over everybody listening today and over their families as well, that you just sustain us and help us to grow and flourish in your presence. Lord, we ask all of this in the name of Jesus. Amen. So my sisters, like I said earlier, I'm having to completely re-record this again. So I don't know, this may end up being a little shorter than normal, but that's okay. I wanted to ensure that I got this message out to you. I hope that you have the most amazing week. I will meet you right back here again on Tuesday. And uh, I wish you all of God's blessings from my heart to yours. Bye for now.